Welcome to me in. Ha-ha! It looks like the bard is about to begin. I'll pour ya an owl over the stories, fables, and tales about the swords, sickles, and spells in the depths of the swells. So take a listen to the tales that we spin here at the Cara Trust Inn. Hey there, fellow listeners. Welcome to another episode of Carriage Rest Tales. I'm your host and Dungeon Master, Mike. And to my left, we have... Uh, hey, everyone. I'm not continuing the pirate um, <laughs> theme here. Uh, this is Ryan. I'll be playing Kincaid. Uh, last episode, Kincaid defeated the pirate ship, but unfortunately lost his fight against the black dragon. I think there was a kraken in there somewhere, too. There was. He was underwater, you know, doing his thing. Uh, and as he's... As he was losing uh, consciousness, he was having some regrets about his life, as one does. Hello, this is Nick. I will be playing Basso, the half-work barbarian. And uh, in the last episode, Basso closes the rift with Woods on the other side because he lost control and couldn't, you know, couldn't resist. So, so Basso and Woods had a little screaming match after that. Yeah, I don't like when mom and dad fight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey guys, it's Sam. And I'm playing Woods, or Red, and she is formerly currently known as, I am a elven ranger, and I have a lot of emotion currently, so my really good friend left me on the other side of Dorma, and um, yeah, she took all of her all of her emotion out on him in a screaming match, so much so that a uncontrollable rift opened and she collapsed in front of him and went down to zero hit points. And that is where we're going to pick up. At the very end of last episode, Kincaid, still unconscious, kind of felt himself get pulled up onto the deck of a ship. And then Vaso went and closed the rift that Woods had accidentally opened. And then if I remember correctly, you made sure that she was okay and you're just kind of sitting waiting for her to regain consciousness. Yep. So we're going to go to that point where there's an unconscious Woods and Vaso is just kind of waiting for Woods to wake up. As you're looking out, the battle in the sea, you could see from the distance it is finished at this point. You see that the pirate ship kind of blinked back into Dorma and then you see Captain Brandon's ship and the Order of Light ship start to return back to Stringham. That's all you can make out from, you know, the distance that you're at. Okay. I don't know if, if I did this, but I was going to look for the, if Woods has any healing potion. And if she does, I was going to use that on her. And I think you have healing potions on you. I do. I have two healing potions on in my bag of holding. Okay. Will I be able to find yep. that? Okay. You guys have used the bag of holding pretty yeah. Heavily between the two of you, so I'm pretty sure you know how to operate it. Mm -hmm. Yep, I'll pull one out and use it. What does that give me back? 2d4 plus my constitution? I think it's 2d4 plus 4. I don't think your constitution comes into it. All right, so 8 back. Yep. And you regain consciousness. How long has it been since you lost consciousness, I guess? Mm, maybe a couple minutes. You know, okay. just well, enough time to stuff. go through. And I'm just thinking on how she wants to react. Um, uh, um, and she's going to like stare at Vaso. Um, like deep, deep breath. You, you accidentally opened a riff. Just deep breath. Um, you left me. I couldn't control it. Something inside of me just told me, told me to shut it. Yeah, but, but you left me. I know. I realize that. Why do you think I ran outside? 
I just, I don't, you can't, you can't leave me. I didn't leave you. You got to figure it out. We got to figure this out. Okay, well, that's going to take time. I know. We need to work on this. Well, you can't just leave me alone on the outside. Yeah, we can't. We can't leave you alone. I I require adult supervision (laughs) around riffs. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. At this point, she's, like, sitting up. um, And she's laughing. Like, I know you didn't mean to do it. I know we are better friends than that. But we got to figure it out, man. Okay. I don't, and we also, can we teach you how to open a rip? Can we teach you how to open one, maybe? I, I could try, but I <laughs> don't know what that's going to open up or do. I think she's just having some, like, self-realization that he really is more affected than she thought he was against the rifts. And they are just going to have to change the way they operate around him. Like, he's going to need more supervision, like babysitting, basically. So you guys are kind of having a nice conversation overlooking the bay. I'm going to retract a little bit because I think you guys had closed the rift while the pirate ship was still on the Ivana side. I'm going to say you see about, we'll say you see half a ship <laughs> that's slowly sinking that you know is the pirate ship out in the bay. Okay. And then the other two ships, which was Captain Brandon's ship and the Order of Light ship are heading back to Stringham. Yeah, because didn't. Kincaid like set it a fire. Yep. Like pretty hardcore. Yeah, it set it a fire and then it blinked back into Dorma and then it got attacked by a Kraken. And then it came back. So they tried to come back, but it was still being attacked by a Kraken through the portal, which cued you guys to go in and kind of finish it off. Mm-hmm. And the Order of Light was cued to close the rift. And that's kind of how you guys all ended up out in the water together. Where's Kincaid? Um, she went back to Captain or. What happened? Okay, you went, you went and attacked a pirate you, ship. You were helping me transport the cannon. Yeah, Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon. Nick the Nick Cannon. Cannon. Um, and Mariah Carey. Yeah. Yeah, and then you went out because you saw the pirate ship and you attacked it. They were fishing for me, yeah, right? And right. I went out and you went back to warn the others. Yeah. And that's when things blew up. Escalated. Yeah. Escalated yeah. is a very soft word for what happened. You... Oh, Kincaid had it all under control. You died. We basically all died. <laughs> I don't think Kincaid was planning on a black dragon coming underwater <laughs> yeah. and nope. doing a big poison breath for like, I think you said like 50 damage and you're thinking I was yep. going to live through it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, that's not how this works. Half. Even ha- Yeah, I was like, oh, I'm at negative seven. So, you know. Um, all right. Well, so she's going to stand up and I got to, and she like kind of stumbles back down to her knees and she's going to cast Cure Wounds on herself at a second level. And then she's going to look at Vaso and just say, I mean, what do we do next? Well, I saw Captain Brandon's ship and the Order of Light ship go back to Stringham. So we can either hang out here and wait for Kincaid to come back, or we can go back to the cave. It's really up to you. I mean, I don't... I'm, I'm going to stay out here because, I mean, you saw what I did. When... Yeah, I mean, you can't go back to... You can't go back near a rift. Yeah, plus I'm pretty sure the elves want to murder me. Why? Because they saw me close the rift. Oh. Well, I can go open. She, like, looks down at her body. I think I can go open one for them. Well, um, you, you reopened yeah, it. Yeah, you reopened oh, it. Oh, I already reopened it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, then it's fine. They'll, I'll explain it to them. It's it's fine. Um, I don't want to go back if the Order of the Light's going to be there. Okay. I mean, right? I don't. 
I'm not, I can't. Yeah, so you, we can either hang out here or go back to the cave. She's going to, like, look at the cave. She's going to look in the other direction and be like, let's just chill here for a minute. Maybe, right. maybe Kincaid will come find us. Yeah. Yeah, let's hang out. So they're going to, like, tuck back into the tree line and she's going to build a fire. And they're just going to, like, chill, have some snacks and just, like, can we take a short rest? Yep, you can do that. We're going to cut scenes to... You feel the boat swaying back and forth, and it kind of wakes you up. You go to sit up, and your hands and feet kind of feel heavy as you realize that you have mandibles attached to your hands and feet, and you see yourself in the brig of a ship next to... Well, you're in your own cell, and the cell next to you is one of the uh, big ogre pirate, and then you see a couple other humanoid pirate in the other cells. So think of like a little ship jail cell with like six cells they're all filled with pirates and yourself and a big ogre and a big ogre all right how do i feel like probably have like pretty groggy i'd imagine yeah, foggy okay. and a little bit of a fog as you go to sit up i th- i don't think can bump <clears throat> i'm gonna bump the <laughs> <laughs> the iron bars like i think i'm gonna conserve some energy but like rake my mandibles across the bars okay. to see if I can get someone in here. So as you are raking, it's making quite a bit of a clanking. You hear the pirates go, <sighs> all right, whatever. I'm sure they'll be down soon. And then sure enough, a order of light person comes down. Stop that racket. Why, why do you have me in shackles? Do you not know who I am? I know you're probably with the s- pirates here that we've been dealing with. I am Kincaid Botart of the Jacques. Captain Brandon's first mate. Who's Captain Brandon? I don't know who that person is. His ship was right next to yours you were during on, the battle. You were on that ship? You weren't on this ship? Does it look like I belong on this ship? But that big guy, that big guy says your name is Barnacle, and you've been on his crew for years. My name is Kincaid. Well, should I believe you or should I believe him? You're going to believe an ogre over me? Someone intelligent enough to have this conversation with you right now? I, I don't even know what you are, sir. I don't know if I can believe I Go to your you. captain and have him get Captain Brandon now. Captain Brandon. I'll go sure. He's going to turn and <laughs> walk out. Roll a insight check. Ooh. I get to add plus one. Ooh. That's a plus. Better than minus one. Better than minus one. 19 plus one. Is a 20, so you know he's probably not going to go do anything. He's just saying what you want to hear so you'll stop making noise. This is unacceptable. (laughs) (laughs) How's it going over there, Barnacle? Says the ogre next to you. I'm going to cast Firebolt (laughs) at the ogre. (laughs) Okay. 17. (laughs) That's going to definitely hit an ogre that doesn't have any armor and is shackled. (laughs) Do-do-do-do-do. Forgot how to D and D. You're coming. Eleven damage. Talking to the person who keeps hitting her mic. So yeah, I don't know how to D and D either. Normally there's not mics in D and D, but that's okay. And I'm gonna damage. look back at the Order of Light member and say, "Do you think a pirate would have this skill?" I don't know how you can cast the light. Are you an Order member? No, but I am a magic user. Clearly, I'm not a pirate. So let me out of this cage right now. And he looks very confused as you're saying, you can cast magic, but you're not a order of light. You're a magic user. If you are not smart enough to understand me, go find <laughs> someone that can understand me. And with if that, I don't get out of these shackles, this boat is going to sink. Oh, okay. He's going to roll intimidation. Probably have like a minus two. Uh, 
Ooh, a plus three. Six. Six. It's kind of hard <laughs> to be intimidating when you just woke up from the dead low, and in shackles. Um, he's still going to disappear, but not in a rush because of your low intimidation score. But he's still going to disappear to go try to find his captain because he's really confused at this point. So you're going to have about, let's say, 20 minutes down here before the captain shows up. I don't know if you wanted to do any interacting with the pirates or if you weren't going to do anything. I'm going to look at the ogre and say, if you call me Barnacle in front of the captain, you'll get worse than a firebolt to the face. Well, uh, I suggest you shut up. Barnacle, I, you have such a strong will. You would have made a great pirate. Ten. I'm going to say 10 probably misses because he's looking at you. He might have just moved his head out of the way because you still are a little bit foggy. Mm-hmm. Ooh, spicy, spicy pirate, I see. I'll have to make sure to let the captain know that he shouldn't creep you. Try it. <laughs> I'm the one that sank your ship. And then he gets a little bit angry glare at you. But then you see him kind of like perk up a little bit and you hear him kind of turn his shoulders away from you so that you can't hear him but you're right next to each other so it's not he's not the smartest i'm glad he's a dumb ogre and you hear him just talking like you're hearing one half of a conversation he's like yes sir oh yes yes the uh survivors of the firefly city yeah they're not going to join our cause sorry about that sir the the ship well <clears throat> He kind of glances over. He's like, the ship was destroyed, sir. But, um, well, a Kraken showed up and uh, kind of took the ship up. But don't worry, I, I destroyed the device before uh, we left. I personally got rid of it. Yes, yes, sir. All the, all the truth seers on the crew unfortunately perished. Let Yeah, let the professor know that none of them regained their sanity. Okay, yes. We'll keep in touch. Who are you talking to? None of your business. Uh, go ahead and roll a perception check. Nick, we need a shell phone company name. 11 plus... Horizons. Uh, what'd you say? Perception? Perception, yeah. Uh, 15. 15, I would say that you would notice that now that you're starting to get your senses a little bit better, the ogre is up and talking, obviously, and there's one other humanoid pirate that's talking, but the other three cells are occupied by humanoid pirates that are just laying on the ground. And as you're kind of watching him, you realize they're not breathing. Cool. So we got dead bodies in the hull of the ship. Yep. I'm going to start stinking. I'm going to start clanging my manacles against the bars more. <laughs> okay. It's been like 10 minutes. It's... Some time passes, but eventually the same person you were talking to shows up with somebody that is obviously a little bit more informed. You can tell it's his captain. Here's the here's the gentleman, sir. He says he's not part of the pirate crew. Apparently his name's not Barnacle, but what was your name, sir? My name is Kincaid Botart. I work for Captain Brandon of the Jacques. Captain Brandon of the Jacques? Yes. Oh, he's that captain, that, that, that merchant ship captain. Yes. Well, why does he need a guy with your set of skills if he's just a merchant? Casting Firebolt at the Ogre again. 16. That's going to hit him? Oh. That's why. Oh, I see. So you're the you're the protection uh, of this, yes. of the Jacques. Is that what you call it? Yes. I just sank the pirate ship before I battled a dragon underwater and got pulled up here. Well, Mistaken that, for a pirate. That is a mighty fine tale. I, I hope you don't mind. I am going to have to confirm that with your, your Captain Brandon. Please do, and get me out of here. Okay, well, There's dead bodies down here. Dead, dead bodies? I don't see any shards down here. Well, those corpses are not moving. They're not breathing. Well, those are, they're, they're, they're just still unconscious. They got to wake up. 
I'm pretty sure they're dead. Well, if they were dead, they'd be shards. We're going to be taking mm. them back to Black Bay Harbor and... Uh, Not everything once... in this realm that dies turns into a shard. That can't be right. Everything, I mean, yeah, I guess like dogs and fish don't, but any of the humans or humanoids, they uh, they always turn into shards. What do you mean they're dead? Go move them. Okay. <laughs> he's going to go. <laughs> he's going to go move them, and they definitely have rigor mortis at this point. So he's like, well, that... And then you see him just kind of like quickly exit. Can you let me out of here? I told you I gotta I gotta check with your captain first. And he's very flustered as he storms out. Not really storms out, but just in a hurry, kind of leaves the situation. Go ahead and roll a d6. Three. Okay. Nice so middle number. So it's gonna be about three hours until you see that Captain Brandon comes to let you out. Reason being is the captain got really flustered after you kind of informed him that something that he did not think was possible all of a sudden happened. So he kind of was like, didn't quite go to Captain Brandon because he had to organize his thought before he went and got Captain Brandon. And Captain Brandon confirmed your story and you are set free. Okay, so shackles are off. Shackles are off and you are let out of the cave. I'm gonna give the ogre a very like distasteful gesture. Say till we meet again. Uh, And I'm gonna press a little flame in my hand and then walk (laughs) out. Be like flipping the fin. Flipping the fin. I, I told you, I told you, Barnacle, you'd make a great pirate. All that General Evanier knows next time I talk to him that you'd been a great recruit. Evanier? Evanier. Which you have seen that name on the uh, wanted poster of what? Okay. So he is like a pirate, someone? Okay. Yep. Okay. That's what you would guess. And go ahead and roll a insight check, I think. Intelligence base is what I'm looking for. Oh, great. So it's a minus one. Okay. <laughs> 12. Yeah, I don't think you would put together something. So you the I thought I did. You thought he, I thought so I, like, I, wait. I thought no. I thought of something. I thought no. <laughs> uh, no. All right, so it's been about I'd say half a day since you got unconscious. Okay. So you're going to be go ahead and roll a d8 just to get some health on you. Can I identify my dice? 7. Okay. So you got 7 hit points back over that half day time frame. Maybe they gave you some healing to wake you up to question you whatever reason. Um, But now you are a free man and you are about the city of Stringham. Captain Brandon is there with you, making sure that you're okay, seeing if you need any extra healing. Uh, I definitely could use some extra healing, but what what happened to our ship? What happened to the Kraken and the dragon that entered the battlefield? The dragon, I think it got perished. We saw some shards bubbling up. We also saw some golden shards bubble up and I got really nervous until I saw them pull you out. And the Kraken got pulled back. They closed the rift and that was that. Okay. Pirate ship has sank though. But on the plus side, we now have some more debris that we can use to repair the Jacques and kind of help fortify the town a little bit more. Good. Any sign of our friends? The L? The other friends. And I'm going to look towards like the Order of Light. You know, our friends. A truth seers? The pirate? The Order of Light. One get kind of red and the other. Oh, those I friends. I can't remember. Mac? We have not seen them in town yet. I think they're okay. probably still keeping their distance. Okay. I guess I'm a little worried since the pirates did show up. Okay. So maybe I'll get some healing and then go check on them. Sure. If that's okay. You can use a short rest to do some healing if you have any uh, hit point hit dice left. I think so. Okay. I was going to say that that equivalent to what the Jacques would have medical supplies to do hit dice with or something like that. Okay. Have they seen the elves or the Order of Light? Are they still in the town? You would notice that pretty much as soon as you left the boat, 
of the Order of Light, they immediately started preparing to depart. Like okay. almost immediately, kind of like they just got some information that they're not quite sure how to. Oh, I wonder manage. what that was. Yep. Okay. Exactly. So they're kind of in a rush to get back home now. So I would say within probably a two hour time frame, they've pulled everybody back onto the ship, loaded okay. it all up. The, I think it's a week journey we've decided mm-hmm. back to Black Bay Harbor. Okay. So King K could probably gather that it would be safe for Red and. Did we determine Mac for you? Why do I think it's <laughs> Mac? Mac? It's yeah. Mac. Yeah. It is Mac. To come back. Yep. To the town. Okay. That's what you would put together. Okay. Well, I will do a hit dice then, and then make my way back to the cave. Do I still have my spear? I would say you probably would have dropped your spear when you were attacked, but you guys are going to be doing a long rest. <laughs> That's what we're going to do next. So if you wanted to, you know, you can dive and hold your breath for as long as you want, because you can breathe water. You could be able to find it over that long rest. Okay. And then any other interesting things that might have fallen? You're doing your hit dice first? Yeah, I got seven back. I mean, if I know I'm getting a long rest. Yeah, we mate. haven't had one of those in a really long time. I know. I, I don't like... think Kincaid's ever had one. <laughs> yeah, I'm out of hit dice. I'm like... I like to push yeah, you guys to the limit. Living on the edge here. I like to push you to the limit where I down two characters. Where you down two? <laughs> you almost did. Yeah. All right, so... It's going to be the Vaso show. I think Kincaid's going to heal up, man find something to eat. What time? Is it like noon? One o'clock. For some o'clock. reason, I'm thinking morning-ish because I think that fight took place near the end of the okay. day, about a half day. Be morning-ish. That's okay. just what I'm picturing. I don't know why. All right, so I'm definitely going to eat. Take a page out of Red's book. Have yeah. some snacks, and then <laughs> she really hopes you get her a snack. Yeah, he almost died. I don't think he's that far yet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, plus, he knows you have a whole bag, yeah, full, like a magical bag. I do full. have a magical bag full of snacks. And then he is going to make his way back to the cave. Vasa and Woods, you guys are hanging outside the cave until you see Kincaid, or yeah, I think so. I mean, yeah. we're just right. I mean, we're we're keeping an eye out. We're cause... and we're. I feel like we're probably having some conversation. Probably trying to deep dive a little bit. What's going on? with both of our psyches and how emotional we are and all okay. the things. So, so it, we just established it's going to be half a day over the nighttime. So you would have had to set up a campfire, which you had already said you were doing mm-hmm. camp out for the night. And then the next morning, maybe around 10 o'clock, you see Kincaid walking down the beach. Hey, slowly. <laughs> we're hey, gonna, uh, we're going to flag him down and be like, Hey, over here. He's sh- going to slowly make my way over there. Okay. Are you guys, you okay? Do pirates attack you all? Oh, and she's just gonna look at Vaso. It's like, yeah, I may have closed the rift while she was on the other side. She's not really happy with me right now. So it's nothing's not changed. Not happy. It's not that <laughs> I'm so not happy. All's all's well in this uh, we, about you? dynamic friendship here. <laughs> we had a moment. It's fine. We're working through it. All right. What what about pirates? Because I was fighting pirates on the other side. Well, the pirate ship. I would you call them phase rounds? Yeah, phase rounds. You were fighting. Monsters on the other side. Oh, sorry. Let's start that over. So the pirates showed back up. I took a ship to go confront them, managed to sink the pirate ship. But I guess, uh, would I know what a kraken is? Being yes, a you would know seed. What a, yeah, you would know what a kraken is from your previous life, protecting the seed. A huge kraken appeared. Was it a Danoa kraken? Could I put that together? Yes, it was a Danoa kraken. You would at this point. Once you know a Danoa Kraken, you never. You never forget. Well, you yeah. would start. You'd start putting together the foggy mist that kind of goes with the Krakens, which you guys are now putting together. The reason that they're kind of that black foggy mist is it's a collection of dark shards. 
Okay. That are kind of melded together. Okay. Guys, these things are getting bigger. Yeah. The monsters I was fighting on the other side were massive. Well, the Kraken showed up and then another black dragon showed up. I woke up in your Order of Light ship. Oh. Being questioned, shackled with other pirate. Wow. I gave them some news that they didn't know about and then I think they sailed off. So there's no more Order of Light members in this town. Apparently they didn't know that not all things die, leave a shard. That caught them off guard. You told the Order of Light that? Yeah. Okay. I was shackled around dead bodies in an ogre. Well, I don't know whose day was worse, yours or mine. I mean, I almost died. So I did die. You you did die? I died. Guys, it's not Does a she com- die? Not Does a she com- die a lot? It's not a competition, <laughs> guys. I'm confused. Did you get resurrected? How? No, I came back. I was just unconscious. That's a little different than dying. True. Well, you're unconscious, too. In the water by himself. <laughs> with let, let okay, crack it's not in. a competition, yeah, let, let's guys. Just, let's just call it a tie. And a, no, and a black dragon. I'm winning this one. <laughs> yeah, okay. And a black dragon with acid breath. Okay. Guys, what are we going to... This is a lot. This is more than finding no miss. Like, this is a lot. What are well, we doing? Well, I did hear... I think the ogre has one of your shell phone things. Because he was talking to someone on the ship who wasn't there about how the ship sank, all the truth seers were dead, and they were trying to recruit me. Recruit you to be a truth seer? I guess a pirate. General Ebonier. Wait, no, a truth seer or a pirate? Because those are different. I think they were trying to recruit me to be a pirate. Okay. But they talked about truth seers? All the, that all the truth seers were dead. Cause, and she's going to look Did at Did I get that right? There was one other thing you would have remembered, and that is they had said all the truth seers from the crew have perished. And then there was a pause, and he said, let the professor know yeah, that's what it that was. they never regained their sanity. So much to write. Can I do a history check? Yes, you can. I don't know you're I want to know, do I know the professor? I got a three. I don't remember. It's so good when the player has a bad memory. Doesn't remember. So she's going to look at Vazo and be like, that's, and like, just shoot him this look. That, that's who has no miss, the truth seers. But it's, it sounds like we could access the truth seers through the pirates. Through the pirates. Yeah. And through this professor. But isn't the professor the person who wants me alive? And she's going to rifle through her bag and look for that piece of paper. And she finds yeah, it and says, own. the professor has interest in collecting the following people alive. And Woods' face is on it. And who signed that letter? General Ebonier. Ebonier. Who's that? Why do you know that name? The ogre was somehow talking to him while imprisoned on the Order of Light ship. Just feels like a puzzle. She's like pacing now. I hate puzzles. So the professor I'd- wants you, Woods. And General Evanier? I think the ogre meant it as he was going to tell him about me so they could recruit me. Because I shot him with a firebolt twice while in the... Oh, we're making friends. That's a pirate. I'm not making friends with you. Yeah, we, we, need to, we need to research and find out more information about the professor and General Evanier. Um Did we ask the elves if they knew these people? I don't think we have. We should probably... Chart there. Maybe you and I should just go. Yeah, I'm not gonna go in there. Yeah. They. they, they, they yeah. They, I mean, they, they probably don't hate you. I'm sure your girlfriend still adores you. So I think. Yeah. Other- but is, is the rift open in there? Yeah. No. We also, just to catch you up, um, he's not allowed near a rift. New rule for the three of us. He can't control himself. He cannot make decisions that support this team when he's in front of the rift. 
So I'm putting in a solid 100 yards. Does that feel comfortable for you? Like seven, seven knots? Like, do you want to not be able to see it? Where are we thinking? Yeah. Um, how far... How far was how far away was I when when I lost control and shut it? Do you um, remember? I'd say probably over the long rest you could test this theory, but okay. let's say once you get within like forty feet of the rift is when you start to kind of really okay. feel like a rage come over you, Got similar it. to the rage you feel when you actually are in Dorma. Okay. Kind of like that forty feet is like it radiates that far okay. out and reaches you. So I would say I probably need to be at least eighty feet away yeah. just to be safe. I agree. We'll call it a solid hundred. Okay. Are we like long resting right now? Yes. For this next little bit, you guys will be long resting and you're going to have the opportunity to talk to the citizens of Stringham if you want okay. to, or the citizens of the elves, which we don't have a name for their town. Their little shanty town in the cave. Uh, cave town? Cave town. Sounds better than shanty. I don't know. A shanty's got a nice... Uh, <laughs> the summer shanty. shanty. Yep. The summer shanty. The summer shanty. All right, long rest. We get all the things back, spell slots, hit points, hit dice, arrows. She finds arrows and makes arrows as a ranger. I think that makes sense. What are we doing? Who's doing what first? I guess I guess that I'm thinking the elves have more of a history or would know more about the pirates because the pirates attack Stringham. So I don't think the citizens there are going to know anything. What about the leader? Like, Who's the elven leader? Should we like maybe they would have some knowledge because they're from Dorma. I don't know if you know this. The elvens are the elves are from Dorma and they're seeking asylum on this side. But every couple of days they have to go back. But it's so bad over there with the Danoa that they escape here. So I know we've asked them questions before. I just can't remember what questions we asked. I know, but I'm sure. And they were also pretty. Our relationship has grown. At first, they didn't want to give you as much information. Now, over a long rest, they're going to open up a little bit more to you, especially since Wood helped defend their town. Vaso is dating one of their people. That's adorable. So I'm thinking, my gut's telling me that we're going to find these people in Dorma. What people? The pirates. If we're after the pirates, the professor and General Ebonier, something tells me they're in Dorma. They're in Dorma. All right, Just let, my gut. Let's go. You want to start with the elven elves? I think that's our good first start. Okay. Um. So, Kincaid and I are going to go. We're going to leave Vasa outside, but I'm going to go get what's her face, Eldwin, Eldwin, and have her come and hang out with you. Okay. We're going to go do that. What are you trying to learn? Okay. <clears throat> uh, two things. We're going to have a conversation with the um, elder okay. leader. She has, let's do that she first. Didn't die. <laughs> I know a lot yeah, of them Teal died. Yeah, Teal died, right? Teal died and uh, Fe- Freya died. Well, it was the fir- Freya was the first elf that we chatted with. Yeah, she was the one that you met at Stringham that casted Thunderclap and yep. killed a bear. That's when you learned that she could easily cast magic. Mm-hmm. And Teal was the potion master. Uh, mm-hmm. That's who she was. Does Teal have a apprentice? Teal does not have an apprentice. You found the book, right? You found the book. I did have the book. So what you're going to learn on your long rest from the book, from studying and then talking with the elves and how to read it and digest it, the way we're going to do this is every long rest, you're going to be able to create three healing potions. Ooh. One for each of us. But the catch is all of the ingredients to make the healing potions are on Dorma or in Dorma. Oh. That's fine for you because you can go forge yeah. and all that stuff. But if, as a reminder, Ivana is very low magic. You guys are putting together that Dorma is very high magic. 
Okay. Hence, all the ingredients to make a healing potion, the magical potion is going to be in Dorma. So Kincaid has <laughs> technically been in Dorma because that was the dark woods, right? Correct. Okay. So he didn't really notice a change. Correct. You guys would put together that Kincaid and Woods don't really seem in- impacted by Dorma or Ivana. Vaso has a pretty negative reaction to Dorma. I'm allergic. <laughs> <laughs> What's your allergies? Dorma. Dorma. This it hits me hard. Sinuses act up. And just, I just Headaches. start flaking away. <laughs> I take my albuterol for my Dorma. It helps me <laughs> breathe better. I got a Dorma. <gasps> <laughs> I don't know what happens. So, I just disappear. <laughs> get so mad. So I think, okay, so I think for the long rest, uh, Kincaid wants to talk to the elves. I think he wants to knowingly go through a rift into Dorma and spend some time there just to see how he feels, maybe cast some cantrip. Perfect. Figure it out. I wasn't planning on role-playing out the long rest, so we'll just do what you want to try to figure out. I'll say that when you go into Dorma, what you notice is that on the Dorma side, the cave structure is exactly the same except for it's more set up like a military barrack. So it's just like cot after cot after cot, as opposed to cave town, which is more temporary housing, but more like decorative. Okay. So you can tell that they're trying to live on this side, but they're sleeping maybe on the other side. The other thing that you notice, at least for the first four days of your guys' long rest, the elves are alternating turns going to the cave entrance and casting silence. And they also put a sign up that said, absolutely no light beyond this point. Uh, why, uh, we would, oh. I'd probably get your curiosity. So you would go out there, distinguish your light, and kind of follow one of them. And you notice that the Kraken that was demolishing that ship for the first four days is just hanging out in the bay on the Dorma side. And it's just absolutely destroying any remains of that pirate ship that was happening on the Dorma side. But they are very scared of that large Danoa kind of seeing them or hearing them. So they're casting silence over the entrance of the cave okay. so no sound goes through. And they said, hey, don't bring light past this point so no light goes through. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Smart. Very smart. I'm going to say because you are trying to get the Jacques built up, you're going to see lots of debris in the water. But I'd say you would probably risk going out to get some of the wash up in order to use it. You notice that there is a lot more debris than what the ship should have provided. Like you would say like, oh, a ship got sunk. It'd be like, let's say a hundred square yards of debris. Mm-hmm. It's more like a thousand square yards of debris is kind of washing up on the shore. That's weird. Okay. How does the water in Dorma feel compared to the water on the other side? Same for you. No difference. No difference. Interesting. Hmm. Okay. Can we also ask the elves about the professor and the truth seers and to explain all that stuff to them. Yes, they would tell you that the professor is the leader of the dwarven city, the Iron Mist. Particularly, he is the leader of the Night Circle. Um, Iron Mist? Yep, Iron Mist it is the fortress city of the dwarves. And you said it was the Iron Circle? Uh, the Night Circle. Night Circle. What's their interaction with them? So you would pick up that... They in- try to shoot him down, right? Yes, in Dorma, the cities try to stay away from each other. They don't okay. actually interact. Okay. And unfortunately, Fire, the city of Firefly got too close to the Iron Mist. 
and Iron Mist had shot them down, which okay. is why they ended up in Ivana, because they got shot down, they had to try to flee, and then they found this rift, and that's how they got here. Are they familiar with the Truth Seers? Um, I'm going to say they're not familiar with the Truth Seers, since that is, that would involve them being too close to the Iron Mist. So I apologize for going back. So the Iron Mist was the city of dwarves, who are also the so Night the, the Night Circle. circle. Okay. So okay. the Night Circle was... We'll just go back. Is it Knight N or Knight K? Knight as an N. So the Knight Circle, they would know, is, or used to just be a thieves guild, like an assassin's thieves guild. That's kind of how they got the renown they're known. And then about, let's say, three decades ago, the Knight Circle did a coup of the city. So now they control the entire city. Okay. And it's ran by the professor and his four generals. They would not know the generals' names. They would just know that, you know, it's the professor and the four generals. How far from here is the Iron Man? Um, they... Do you know our Dorma? It's on the yes, dark side. Yes, okay. it's on the Dorma side. It's one of the Dorma cities. They would tell you that it is unknown because the Iron Mist is a moving city. Does it stay in a particular location or is it moving all over? It's pretty much moving all over like they're looking for something. Is it a random move or are they steering the city? They wouldn't know. Oh, um, they would know that they are intentionally moving the city, but they don't know like... You don't know what they would be looking for? You don't know what they're looking for, which direction they're going or anything like that. What's the longest you've ever been in Danoa Woods, Red? Um, Woods to get her attention. Obviously, I wouldn't call her Woods in front of the elves. I don't... I don't know. It's the longest I've been over there. Um, I don't know either. I was there... Probably the stint you guys just had in the dark forest, which was probably yeah. about a day and a half. With you, yeah. Other than that, we went back and forth in the cave with Cave Carmine, and then I've been back and forth for hours at a time helping the elves here. So collectively, probably a couple of days, but at once, day and a half, 18 hours, or 30 hours. Why? What's your thoughts of you and I doing small recon missions in Dorma, like an hour yeah. hops. Yeah. We go like north one day, we go east one day, west, yeah. south. I'm in. Yeah, I can collect some things. I, I, I can collect some um, ingredients while I'm there. So I think finding this iron mist is going to be key in a lot of our unanswered questions. I would. Not that I'm ready to fight them, but... I would also... When we're doing this, can we go an hour and can I open a rift and we walk through it and then we close it and find out where we are on the other side? Yeah, you can do that. I'd like to start trying to figure out if there's a pattern to it's exactly the same place that you open a rift or if it's off 20 yards or whatever, like whatever that is. I want to start trying to figure that out. Because when you and Basso opened the rifts in the dark woods and I didn't go with you, and you came back, how far away were you? Because I know you appeared on the dragon, so I know that Yeah. I feel like that a gauge maybe of how. I think what we can, I don't know, but I think we can have Vaso on, the, like, let's say, okay, we're each going to walk an hour. I'll open a rift and we'll see where he is because I also want to have Timax the same. Like we can start doing some experiments. Sure. With, like, Vaso on this side, us on the other, kind of see what happens. And then I'm going to try to teach you how to open and close a rift. Sure. <laughs> okay. So we will say that you are able to teach Kincaid how to open rifts or close rifts at least. Yeah. Uh, so I can close. Close rifts. I'm trying to decide if you'd be able to open rifts. I think you'd be able to open rifts also. I'll get you I'll get you those cards in a second. 
You also realize that for the most part, every time you open a rift, it's in the exact same spot on Ivana and Dorma's side. Okay. And with your timing, it takes you guys a little bit to figure out because Vasa's steps are different than Woods' steps. But after a while, you kind of put it together that the time difference is the same also. But I will say there's one situation where something weird happens. And that is one of the times you're in Dorma, you were starting to feel close to your goddess. And Kincaid, you saw Red's eyes kind of glow a little bit. And then for some reason, you guys were teleported back to the temple. Huh. Where the dragon? Where the dragon was. There wasn't like anything there. It just happened to be Woods got possessed by her goddess. You kind of put together like, oh, the goddess returned to her temple. So you're going to have an ability of why this happened before. Like why you showed up at the dragon uh-huh. is your ability that you have when you're in your goddess form is you can always teleport to a temple of your own that you have visited. Hey, you got waypoint capability. That's huge. Exactly. <laughs> what is it? You call it waypoint capability, which is basically an ability to travel to your temples that you've been to before. Okay. But it's only when you're possessed by your goddess yep so how did that how does that trigger he tells me yep do i okay do i notice like yeah can we have a conversation like what was happening before like how was i acting like i'm trying to learn when this happens so at this point you're in dorma and you're thinking through like all the stuff you were just talking about like opening closing rifts going certain distances and at that point you're kind of haphazardly thinking about your goddess and maybe even having a trying to have a small conversation with her about anything really. And for some reason you just got possessed at that time frame. So okay. you still don't quite know how to trigger it other than maybe it's just your goddess decides she wants to take over for a while. You're not quite sure on that yet. Okay. I'm going to make a goddess player sheet okay. so I can so. track all these things. Okay. So we've done basically an hour radius yep. around the cave. So in that time we've no sign of... Cities, other Danoa, other than the Kraken. Kincaid can swim in the water. He doesn't get angry, peaceful, happy. He's just you feel exactly the same. Even killed, no pun intended. Yeah. You'd say after after the four days, the Kraken leaves, so you feel a little bit better going out into the water. Um, you notice that a lot of the debris is kind of metallic, but curved, curved metallic. I would say you, the player, don't know it. Or you, the so, character doesn't know it, but the player would think of like uh, the hull of a metal ship. Oh, it's metal. Yeah. Which Kincaid has never seen a metal ship. Yeah. So it doesn't make metal. sense. But it's just all this metal. So I'm wondering if, based on what we know, if the Iron Mist is shooting down more cities and this is all just rubble from. Yeah. That could be maybe what you're putting together. Yeah. You're not sure. I mean, I'm going to take all the metal. Yeah. Metal and curve. I'd imagine what we would do with it instead of lugging it back is we would just open rifts and throw it on the other side of the rift and then have like him and the elves go fetch it for us on the safe side. So we're not, I don't want to disturb this Kraken. Well, we know the Kraken's left by now. Yeah. Oh. After four days. So. Oh, gotcha. Okay. But yeah, I like that plan. Yeah. I just have to move it. Yeah. Let the, let the and you're pra- move So it. you're like practicing opening and closing rifts and. Do you want me to track hit points for this or is no, it like. It's going to be a long rest. This is your guys chance to experiment and you'll get all your hit points back before okay we're also going to teach you how to shoot a bow i thought we were already doing you guys that. are already doing that okay well we're gonna work on it i want to make some more grease bags sounds good what do you think one d six did you want to play D with us nick 
for a number of grease bags. I mean, also not going to do much. He's one. He's testing out the distance from five. Five. That's better. Like he, he's figuring out like the the points, like how he feels the closer he is to okay. the rift. So like he knows like okay, I can get this close before I start to lose control. Narrowing in. Are you going to do any mental training where you purposely go into Dorma or get closer and then? See? I think I think he would try that to like. Now see if he can maybe get it under control. Okay. I think um, that would make sense. I'm going to say you never get to the point where you close it, but you do feel that you're starting to get a little bit more comfortable being around them, but you still just get irrationally, irrationally angry. Like you don't know why you're getting angry. You recognize you are, but you're like, stop it. But you yeah. can't. So it's kind of like irrational, but you are getting better at being comfortable around them. Okay. I just pictured... Basso being on like on a therapy chair and some therapist talking about, <laughs> I'm bringing out the riff now. Yeah. I want you to just be okay. He has like a little riff and you're like, ah. <laughs> and then he's like, ah. And he's clawing and he's like, all right, all right. Baby <laughs> Not for riff. today. Yeah. Right. Are you guys going to do any Eat interactions? Eat chocolate. It'll help. It's just a bit. You guys going to do any interactions with the citizens of Stringham, the dwarves? I think at most I would ask the mayor if he has any knowledge of the any additional knowledge of the pirate? Like when they usually come, how often? He would say that it's pretty random when they show up and they haven't, like, it's pretty random. He does say, though, when you show up in town, if you'll give a message to the elves that they are hoping to hold a celebration for the clearing of the dark woods dealing with the pirates and kind of moving past that. So they're going to have a party in Stringham and they want the elves to come as their guests. They know that the elves left? They, I mean, obviously they know they, they, know they left, that, but... Yeah, they know okay. that you guys are... You three are able to interact with them. They don't know where they live still and they're not going to press for that information. So that's why they just gave you the message like, hey, we want to have this party, you know, like to celebrate all the victories we've had lately, but we want our new friends to be there with us. I think I would just kind of like acknowledge that. And I think I would tell Vaso this so he could tell your girlfriend. Maybe it'd be better coming from you since there's more of a trust there. Okay. All right. Yeah. Here I mean, Vaso, Vaso, he's going to have conversation with Eldwin like during the long rest, you know, about what happened and, you know, explain to her why I closed the rift. She would surprisingly be receptive to it because she is irrationally happy when she's on the Ivana side. Like as soon as she gets onto that side, she just starts to feel happy, excited, energetic, but she doesn't know why, but it just happens. So it's kind of like the reverse of what you're getting. Oh my gosh, you guys can never be together. Both be happy. (laughs) It's like Romeo and Juliet. So I'll ask her like if she's on, when she's on the Denoa side, um, is she just normal like what what, what's that um she wouldn't know how to respond to normal other than she's just not as happy because she's not on the ivana side just like you are normal on the ivana side but just more angry and yeah normal oh interesting are you gonna tell them about the celebration yes okay when you tell her about the celebration and say like oh they're gonna have a party she looks at you very confused and needs you to describe what a party is Uh oh so a, a party is when you know a bunch of people they they come together to celebrate. Um, it, it could be a wide variety of things. Um, for like this one, you know, we cleared out the the dark woods. 
you know, we fought off the pirates. So, you know, we're, we're all just kind of coming together to, to acknowledge those victories. And, you know, there's, there's food, there's drinks and there's music. So you that, did it, that, any of that click with her? It, it does not. She <laughs> seems excited about it, but then you're putting together and then you guys would eventually find out that none of the elves in this encampment know what a party is. Oh no. They don't really have music in Norma. They was very much like a survival. There wasn't things to celebrate. So have they, they ever never... had alcohol? Like mead, wine, yes, things like that? Yes, they would have had alcohol. Okay. Sales are always high in the depression, so. <laughs> 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 yes, they knew alcohol, but they just don't know what like a party is. So they like have no, they want to go because they want to experience it, but they don't know what to wear. They don't know how to act and all that jazz. Oh my gosh, so fun. Awesome. <laughs> I feel like we'll be giving like party tutorials. Yep. The other thing, can I do one more thing with the elves before this said party? I would like to teach, do they have any more magic users? Oh uh, yeah. I mean, everybody pretty much is a magic user. I want to teach them how to, a, a couple of like maybe their most advanced, how to open and close a rift because they don't have those skills. So I would like to teach them how to do that. All right. Yeah. I'll say you'd be able to teach, uh, go ahead and roll a D6. Two. Two. All right. So there's two of them that are a little bit more of a prodigies. Mm-hmm. That are able to open and close rifts. Yeah. So you have taught two of these elves how to do rift stitch and rift creation. Perfect. Just a little something for them. Yeah, in case they need to close and reopen the rifts. Look at you spreading gifts from the order to other people. You know, I gotta try to make amends for the things, the problems that I've caused. And Vaso, he—I don't think he's at a place yet to be able to open. Not yet. He's, he's still he's still working on it. No, no not really. You're bad. Yeah, not. You can close them though. You can close them like yeah, the best can, of them. Uh huh. He's very excited to close them. Close. Yeah, <laughs> that's the part of the training that you help with. Yeah. Let me show you how to close one. Get really you angry. You yell at it. <laughs> and the rage just rift. seeps out of you. <laughs> and it just closes. He's gonna get to the point where he just looks at it and it closes. So I give it one of those little. Like little, little. No, I'm thinking like an Italian dad like little shake and just gives you the eyes and you freeze and it just closes. Must have only been my experience. Yep, exactly. <laughs> hey guys, it's Sam. I just wanted to take a quick moment and thank you so much for listening. If you hadn't had the opportunity yet, we really strongly encourage you to check out our website at caradresstales.com. You'll find links there for our Discord and our Instagram. Go ahead and follow us at at caradresstalesdnd. This is where we post a lot of funny in-studio videos and um, photos of us here. Thank you so, so much for following along on this journey. I cannot believe we're already knee-deep in season two. Again, we really appreciate that you can do anything with your time and you're choosing to spend it with us. I hope you enjoy the show. All right, so we're going to fast forward to the day of the party. And Stringham has all the lights set up. They got a band playing and they are overjoyed when the elves show up. And everybody's just having a fun time, interacting. Until. <laughs> Until. No, I'm going to say that Wendell goes up to Kincaid. He's like, oh, Kincaid, do you know who that guy is? And you see him get really excited pointing at Durin the guard because Durin has never been to Stringham because he's always been on guard duty. Do you know who that gentleman? He is so cute. Will you introduce me? Uh, Sure. I 
I know of him, but I think enough to make introductions. Okay, thank you. Yes, I can introduce you to thank you him. And then throughout the night, you'd see that Duran and Wendell kind of hit it off, kind of chatting, dancing, all sorts of stuff. And you sense that you have helped establish a better relationship between the two clans. Well, good. Oh, fun. Anything, anything you guys are going to do during the celebration? I don't know if Kincaid is ever totally, like, loose. You know what I mean? Okay. So I think he's still going to be, like, he'll have some drink. But he's, he's, like he's, he's always on guard. I picture him just, like, perimeter walking <laughs> yeah, he's everything. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Keeping an eye out on, like, the lake. He's and... got a beer in one hand, but he's, you know, hey. But he's always, like, scouting. I will let you know nothing bad is going to happen at this. <laughs> like uh, me as a person, party. just relax. Dang it. Vasto and Eldwin are going to try to dance. Ooh. Okay, sounds good. Should I roll for it? Like, yeah. what does that look like? Roll yeah. Roll? F- yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd say performance. Oh, my God. Sure. You have to roll for Adlin. All right. Matching performances here. Oh, great. Uh, eight. She got an 11. Clearly, she's a better dancer than you. Yeah, just natural. Her first time dancing, she's already better. She's, uh, yeah. <laughs> she's like, why are you stepping on my feet? Yeah, I'm not a good dancer. <laughs> You're like, yeah. What is... Vato grew up on a farm. Like he, yeah, he, he didn't do too much of that. I love it. Which is just walking around. She's so happy that all of her friends are look happy. Like she looks over at Vaso and he like is dancing with a lady and he like looks over or she looks over at Kincaid and he's like hooking people up and got a beer in a hand and she's just snacking. Like she's just sitting real close to the buffet table and just kind of hanging out and relaxing. While you're sitting at the buffet table, you see that Captain Brandon is talking to Rose, which was one of the elves. Mm -hmm. And Rose is showing Captain Brandon a bunch of the shell jewelry that they have been making. And Captain Brandon seems very like interested and intrigued and is asking her questions and all sorts of stuff like that. We're going to fast forward to the next day after the party. And Captain Brandon has now acquired a large shipment of jewelry that he had purchased from the elves. Awesome. He's trying to give them a little bit of money, and he thinks that he can sell this for a pretty good profit also. So you guys have a new shipment of jewelry along with the, I think it was furniture, Mm -hmm. you guys are here to pick up. Golly, that feels forever ago. Where are you thinking about unloading the well, I think, jewelry at? I think the high elves of Kastrum would really like this jewelry, but unfortunately that means yes. we'd have to cross the Charcoal Bay, which is kind of where the pirates are. So I'm thinking we'll go up north around, kind of go past the Mulf, the Merfolk capital and kind of then scoot over to kind of avoid this pirate area. Yeah, I think that would be a wise. Do you think we need more hands on deck, as it were? What are you thinking? Well, I think Chad and... Klein, they're still back at the island, right? Correct. They are back there with Bonnie to kind of protect the island. We wanted to keep Bonnie there to handle any Noah that might show up. Maybe a couple elves want to go? We could ask around. I don't think the elves can leave. Well, I mean, uh, they can. Right. I can open a rift and they can go back inside and recharge, but they can't They can't live permanently you're on right. the side. Did you guys tell Captain Brandon that or are you not having that conversation in front of Captain Brandon? I don't think Brandon? we would have that okay. conversation. I don't know if I want to explain all that. Okay, sounds good. I didn't know if you were keeping secrets in that sense or not. I don't, I don't know, know if, if it's keeping keep- secrets. <laughs> Whoa. I don't yeah, think it's keeping secrets. Like that is harsh that language. I think Kincaid would never keep secrets from Dr. Dr. Brandon. Captain Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't think Kincaid knows enough to think it's a lie or a gotcha. truth yet. That makes sense. So you kind of had the thought to maybe bring some elves, but then you kind of remember, you're like, oh, I'll go check and see if anybody wants to come. And yeah. then you talk to Woods and realize, like, oh, yeah, wait, that's right. Wait, we can't come. Yeah. 
So yeah, I think maybe as long as we scoot around the charcoal bay, then okay. it should be fine. Sounds good. So we are going to end this episode with you guys sailing off from Stringham and heading up north. What? But before we do that, we've already fortified the ship. Yep. I got some grease bags. We've got grease bags. You've finished all of your armaments. Armaments. You have a cannon on there, some catapults, and then you have your little arm flappy things. Didn't we teach a couple of crewmen to shot yeah. some arrows from the crow's nest? Yes. That's yep. the other thing. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I think we're good. Okay. So we're going to end this episode with you guys packing up the Jacques and heading north around the Charco Bay. Ah, looks like the bard has done it again. What a splendid crowd y'all have been. Thank you so much for joining us here at the Cottage Rest Inn. Hey guys, it's Mike, your host and Dungeon Master at Carriage Rest Tales. I just want to say thanks for taking the time to listen to our podcast. It really means a lot to us. If you are enjoying the content and you haven't already, please give us a five-star review. It's really going to help us grow our listenership and be able to reach more people. I also want to give a special thanks to Tabletop Audio for providing the background music for today's episode.